Amen. Let's get in the Word. Go to Isaiah chapter 12. And since my assignments, I think in the year, came off of Dr. Savell's prophetic word, and let's, let's say that prophetic word together, that 2019 is a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Let's say that one more time. 2019 is a year of marvels, wonders and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Give me a shout of praise if you believe that. Amen. Are you expecting marvels and wonders in your life? Amen. That God's showing up every day. Amen. That things are happening every day is your blessing day. Every day is my blessing day. How about you? Every day I see marvels. Every day I see wonders. Every day I have an opportunity for, to, to see God uh, work in my life and also to use me to touch someone else's life. Amen. Amen. And also because of that, what the Lord put in my heart is that if we had marvels and wonders and manifestations, that means we had great victories. So I'm believing, we're declaring, and I'm ministering to you from this position this year that, that this year is going to be marked by great victories. Great victories. You need great victories? Amen. There, there's things that my wife and I, we're standing for, we're believing. Amen. Great victories. Great victories. Great victories. Thank you, Father. Thank you for great victories. Just thank you, Father, for great victories in my life. Thank you for great victories in our finding, great victories in our children, great victories. Oh, Father, I thank you. Hallelujah for, for the spirit of faith on this house. Thank you for the spirit of faith on this house, Lord. And Lord, I thank you that our faith, I thank you as the means and what causes us to overcome in this world. We thank you for it, Father. Oh, in Jesus' name. Now, out of that, this, this has been on, uh, just out of this, I've just been unpacking this scripture, and, and that's where all this, th- these different messages come from. In Isaiah 12, in verse 1, it says, actually, look at verse 2. It says, Behold, God is my salvation. We could say, Behold, God is my victory. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song, and he has also become my salvation. I don't know where you might be this morning, but I want to ask you, is he your strength and he is, is he your song? Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through here, the prophet is writing, he, behold, he, he's my Jehovah. He's, he is my strength and he's, he's the object of my praise. And because he's the object of my praise, he's become my victory. Amen. Is he the object of your praise this morning? He inhabits the praises of his people. That song we sing, that, that he be lifted high. That his praise would fill this temple. Amen. As we, as we keep his, him in the right position in our lives. As we keep him as crowned as Lord. And we're praising him. And we're keeping him. It says he inhabits our praises. He shows up in the midst of our praises. Hallelujah. I'm going to look at verse 4. And this is I started talking about last week. It says, And in that day shall you say, Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Call upon his name, declare his doing among the people and make mention that his name is exalted. The word make mention there means to remember and recall that his name is exalted. This morning, I want to make mention to you and those watching by way of Internet that his name is exalted. I, I want you to remember I want you to recall right now that his name is exalted. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, know that his name is exalted. There's no other name, no other name, Acts says, given among men that where men must be saved. There's no other name 
There is no other name greater than his name. When Moses went to set the people free out of Egypt, he said, who should I tell them sent me? He says, tell them the I am sent me. The I am that I am. Jehovah. Tell them I am that I am sent me. Now, how are you going to get set free? It's going to be I am setting you free. And that's what this, 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 this prophecy is all about, is for us to keep our focus on Jesus. Keep our focus on the right place. Keep our focus. Hallelujah, that his name is exalted. Last week we talked about this and how in, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10, it says the name of the Lord is what? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And it says, and the righteous run into it and are safe. Where do you run? Where do you run when, when everything is going? But are, are you running to the bottle? Are you, are, are you running to one relationship to another relationship? Are you, are you running from one church to another church? Are you, are you running from one thing to another? Are you running and talking to different people and tell them about your problems? Tell them about your situations? Or are you running to the strong tower? Are you running to that high tower, that, that tower that is inaccessible from any problem, any situation? Whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, the answer is not going to be trying to go somewhere else to find your answer. The answer is always going to be Jesus. I'm telling you, trying to find certain things, certain things will, will pull you out of the church you're called to. It may pull you out of the city you're called to, pull you the job you're called to. Amen. Pull you out of the relationships that you're called to. But when you make him your focus, when you make him the strong tower, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. Let's look at, um, let's, let's go on a new journey this morning in Psalms 5. Psalms 5. You have an open heart this morning. Now, my intent and my assignment this morning and as a pastor, my, my heart is never to present something in a legalistic way. I, I believe if the word of God is preached in a way, it will never put bondage on you. But I believe if the word is preached in a right way, it will bring freedom to you. Okay. And so whatever, I, as I'm communicate, I'm not put, I don't want to put a yoke of legalism or a yoke of bondage on you. I want, I want the Holy Spirit to minister through me to your heart today on how each one of us needs to receive this. In Psalms chapter 5, verse 11, it says, in the Amplified, it says, But let all those who take refuge and put their trust in you rejoice. Now, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, right? So that could be also a refuge. So, but let all those who take refuge put their trust in you rejoice. Have you placed your trust in him? Then rejoice. Then rejoice this morning. If you place your trust in him, then rejoice this morning. Is he your healer this morning? Then rejoice in him. Is he your deliverer? Then rejoice in him. Is he your provision? Then rejoice in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Let them ever sing and shout for joy. Hallelujah. Is he your refuge? Then, then sing and shout for joy this morning. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you make a covering over them and defend them. Hallelujah. He puts a covering over you and defends you. Wow. Hallelujah. Let those... Also, who love your name, 
Be joyful in you and be in high spirits. Let those who love your name. Wow. Love your name. Now, this word love here, this word love here is about your appetite. This word love here is about what you crave. Now, I like bacon cheeseburgers. And I like pizza. I like good pizza. Real good pizza. Don't give me any old pizza. I like good pizza. It can be thin crust. It can be Chicago style. It can be deep dish. It can be, but I like pizza. And that's what this word love is really talking about. It's an appetite. Let those who love your name. Do you have an appetite for his name? See, it says, let those who love your name be joyful in you. You know, when you get that favorite meal, when you get that nice bone-in ribeye that is just cooked at the right temperature. Come on, say amen, Stuart. Grunt a little bit. And it just melts in your mouth. Does that make you joyful? Seraphim says, but do you have the same desire for him? Let those who love your name be joyful in you. There's so many things that we run to to try to bring us joy. Seriously, right? Right? You know, I found if, I, if, I, if I'm not careful, I'll, I'll take, I can use vacation trips as, as an escape and think that's where I find that. I, well, I, you know, I can't really relax until I, I go somewhere. I can't really, you know, I can tell I can do this or I can, can I do that? And, and all that where, where we always try to find something in the natural to try to bring joy to our personal lives. But let me ask you, do you, how much do you love his name? How much do you love his name? Love it, you know, it, it's this appetite. That's why, and that's say approach, approach this morning and, and approach his house with an open heart. Not on how you've, you've, you've heard Christianity or how you've heard things, but open your heart to receive what he wants you to receive this morning. Psalm chapter eight, verse one, it says, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name in all the earth? How exalted is your name? How excellent, how excellent beyond anything? How much does your name excel above every other name? How excellent is your name? Let's look at uh, Psalms 29. Psalms 1. Love his name. It says, give unto the Lord, verse 1, give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord the glory, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Verse 2, give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in beauty of holiness. 
Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Something that's due is something that's owed. You ever had a library book that you may still haven't taken back? People still go to the library? We do. I do. I like the library. Due, there's a, it's a payment owed. You have dues that you pay. Chariots a lot. You have dues that you pay. You know, we have a ministerial association and things like So there's things that you pay. There's the glory due unto your name. There's glory. What is glory? Glory is something that's heavy and it's something that's weighty and it's something that's precious. How do you look at his name? Is his name just God? Is his name just Jesus? You know, we can come to church, we can throw names around. We can, we can throw things around, but do we understand what we're throwing around? Do we understand the weight that's due to his name? Like I said, I, I don't want to present something from a legalistic standpoint, but I want something to go off on the inside of you because this has to do with walking in greater things. This has, to, this has to do with seeing the things that God wants to do in and through our lives. Give, un, give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. This glory is it's this weightiness. It's something that's valuable. How do you handle the name Jesus? How do you handle God. How do you handle the name Elohim? Handle the name Adonai, his father or master. Yahweh, Yehovah. Well, I mean, I mean, there's, there's some, there, I've seen so many people say, oh, well, you know, he's not really Jesus. He's this. And you're saying the wrong name and you're saying that and you can get so legalistic. Well, no, no, you need to call him a shem. Or you need to call him this. Wait, wait a minute. The, the thing is, is, is what, it, it's, it's based on what my heart is. It's not the legalistic of what I actually call the name at that moment. But, do, do, but, but is the name weighty in my life no matter what reference I might use? My heart knows what reference I'm using. So don't get in a ditch. Okay? It, it, how weighty is it? I, I have this. This is something that's, that's, that's special to me. It's, it's my, my grandfather's timepiece. Time and, and it's something that I have left from him. And, 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 it, and it's something that's weighty to me. How, how weighty is his name to you? Glory into his name. You know, I, I, I want you to see this morning that, 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 that even in my own life, I, the Lord just kind of watched me. He, he's kind of rehearsed and recorded some conversations I've had. You know, whether by myself in the car or, or following people, you know, and there's some things that I would kind of say jokingly, kind of like I would hear something kind of weird and or someone would say something and I'd say, oh, Jesus. I'm like, he goes, he goes, so when, when, he goes, when does that name carry weight with you? Or when is that name just something you use? To make an exclamation. Glory due to his name. See, it's so much more than just the name God, G-O-D, or just the name Jesus. When we talk about someone's name, we're talking about someone's person. 
Let's look at Exodus chapter 7. Exodus chapter 20. You say, oh, Lord, Pastor Justin is going in and talking about the Ten Commandments. Don't you know we're not under the Ten Commandments anymore? No, they just change places. It's on your heart now. So if you have an issue with the Ten Commandments, then the whole point of the Ten Commandments that were given is realize that we couldn't fulfill them in ourselves. It wasn't for the fact that he did away with the law and the way it was because we couldn't do it in ourselves and we needed a Savior. And let's look at this in John chapter 20, verse 7. It says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. I said John? Oh, (laughs) Exodus. Just look on the screen. Don't don't pay attention. Just, Just look at Exodus 20. There we go. John 20, just, you don't need to turn there. Just, just follow me. Thou shalt not take the name. Now don't take my name in vain either. Okay. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord, thy God in vain. So what does vain mean? It means in nothingness. It means empty. It means to no purpose. It means worthless. He says, don't take my name in vain. You say, well, Pastor, this is, this is Old Testament. This, what, what does this have to do with where we are now? Let me ask you a question. Um, is it okay to murder now? Okay. Is it okay to steal now? Is it okay to commit adultery now? Then why would this be any different? You have to understand something about the, the Ten Commandments. I, I like looking at these are These are ten principles... That will bring success into my life. And if I really looked at the Ten Commandments, I would, if you really look at them, fulfilling those are more about valuing something than it is just fulfilling a command. See, if I say, thou shalt not steal. See, if I'm stealing from Marty and Brad, then what, what am I doing? I'm not valuing them. If I'm committing adultery, then I'm not valuing my spouse. If I put other gods before me, that means I'm valuing other things before God. And if I take his name in vain, then I'm not valuing who he is. See, that when you talk about the name, it's representing who he is and what he desires to do. Don't take his name in vain. I said, hear this not as a, from a legalist standpoint, okay? Hear this by the, by the Holy Spirit this morning. All right, let's go to Leviticus 22. Give glory that's due unto his name. Give proper weight and give proper value to his name. Give proper value to his name in your life. Leviticus 22, verse 1. It says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, that they separate themselves from the holy things of the children of Israel, and that they profane not my holy name. In those things which thou hallow unto me, I am the Lord. Now let's look at verse 31. Therefore shall you keep my commandments and do them. I am the Lord. Neither shall you profane my holy name, But I will be hallowed among the children of Israel. 
I am the Lord which hallows you. Neither shall you profane my holy name. Now, vain means to treat worthless or treat empty, but to profane something means to take something that is sacred and make it vulgar. To take something sacred and make it um, and, and disrespect it. So here he's saying, my name is valuable. My name is precious. So it's sacred. He says, so, so don't treat it in a way that would cause something sacred to no longer be valuable in your life. Honor. Honor who he is. Too often we can treat God's, God just the same way as we treat everyone else. You see, the society we live in belittles God. And I say, really belittles Jesus. There's a lot of people, if you ask, do you believe in God? A lot of people say yes, but when you say, is Jesus Lord? That's a whole other thing. Is Jesus Lord? Well, no, there's many ways to heaven. No, there's one way, and his name is Jesus. You see, this this is about valuing something. When you value something. You, you treat it with honor. You treat it as something that's weighty. You treat it with something that's respectful. Or so is, 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 is God, Jesus, just something we throw around as, as just an everyday saying? Or is it something that when we say it, we know what we're saying and we're releasing power when we release it? You know, the Lord got all over me. He goes, Justin, you, you, you say some things and, and you don't even realize what you're saying. Now, he wasn't trying to put a yoke of bondage on me in legalism. He was wanting me to see you need to value not just the name, but value who I am. You see, you see, Art, if, 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 if all of a sudden I heard you and Rose talking behind my back, you're not talking behind Justin, just the word J-U-S-T-I-N, but you're talking behind me as a person. So when we talk about his name, we're talking about a person. So when you declare Jesus, are you just saying a name? Are you saying everything that he is? Honor. Honor the name. In the name. In the name. Weighty. Valuable. How precious is his name to you? How precious is he just someone, you know, just when, just think about it. Just watch TV. Just watch. No, don't watch TV. Um, just, <laughs> no, li, li, I mean, I'm telling you, it, it's everywhere in movies, late night talk shows. There's, there's devaluing humanity, devaluing people. There's devaluing, devaluing everywhere you go. And see what these, this, the whole Ten Commandments is based on choices. It's, it's based on, it's on a choice. Am I going to value God's name or am I not going to value God's name? Choices. You know, there's the, the thing in my, or, you know, I may step on some toes here, but, you know, people talk about being pro-life or pro-choice. If I'm pro-life, that means, now look at this, now choice is all about value, right? I'm choosing what I value. So think about it. If I'm choosing life, that means I'm valuing life. If, if I'm making about choice, then I'm valuing self. So really think about when you talk about whether you're pro-life or pro-choice. Because you have to understand, there is all coming down to what you value in your life. What are you valuing? What are you devaluing? And do we value the name? Or is he just a choice? 
along with every other thing. Valuing the name. Valuing the name. Honor who he is. I believe wonders and marvels and manifestations are a result of honoring the name. Let's go to Malachi. Annette just had you there. This might not be one of those jump up and shout messages, but I have to be obedient. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. Now get this, this is God speaking. If then I be a father, where is my honor? This is what God's asking. If I'm your father, where is my honor? And if I'm your master, where is my fear? I Meaning, if you, you call me Lord, but how come you don't fear me? You call me Father, but yet you don't honor me. Says the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, that what despise my name. And you say, wherein have we despised your name? He goes on a long, long list of things, but let's look at verse 11. It says, for from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name shall be great among the nations. And in every place, incense shall be offered to my name. And indeed, a pure offering for my name shall be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you priests profane it. Look at verse 14. But cursed is the deceiver who has a male in his flock and vows to offer it, yet sacrifices to the Lord a blemish and a diseased thing. For I am the Lord, a great king, says the Lord of hosts. And my name is to be feared among the nations. Think about what value. Give glory that's due to his name. Give glory that's due to his name. If we we want greater results in our life, I believe honor is the key. Honor. Honor spiritually and honor physically. If you honor your physical body, you're going to have greater health. Right? If you, if you show honor in your finances in different areas on how you do things, then you're going to grow in your finances. It's, it's, uh, there's a principle of honor that's spiritual as well as natural that's going to cause great fruit in your life. Right? And so we understand how weighty is his name to you. Or is he just another name? Or is this just church? Is this just? No. This, he goes, my name shall be great among the nations. Love his name. Is he more important than pizza? Is he more important than other? Is he more important than your favorite TV show? Is he more important than the bachelorette? Is he more important than Saturday night live? Is he more important than basketball? Is he more important? Now, now this, I'm, this, I'm not, I don't want to put a yoke. I'm just, I just want you to look at things and where, where you, cause you have to really look, you know, you are where you are in your life because of the things you have valued and the things you've devalued. I, the, the, the challenges I went through was because of the cho- the things I chose to value when I should have valued something different. So, so you're going to operate to the level on the very things that you choose to, to value. 
whether that's good or bad, whatever you choose to value, whatever you run after is what you value. You, you, might, you might say, well, I didn't really mean that. Well, that's what, that's what you did. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> We're getting free in here. Amen. <laughs> So, but see, we want marvels, we want wonders, we want extraordinary manifestations, but we don't know what honor is. You know, we, we, we'll come to church and pick apart the worship. We'll come to church and pick apart the message. And we'll criticize this person and that person. And, and we're wanting God to do great things, but we, we have no level of honor in our lives. So we got to, we, what, what about honoring his name? Because we're going to get into what his name does and why we've been given that name and how we, we've been given that very name. But if you don't honor it in your relationship with him, how can you operate in the authority you've been given to use it? And so lots of we, we pray in faith and we're doing things, but yet, but yet we're saying things, but yet the honor isn't there. Now let's go to Matthew 6. You're like, thank good. He's in, he's, he's in the New Testament now. <laughs> you know, I mean, we read this last week. Not, not this, but, you know, just the fact of Hebrews 13, 15. It talks about, you know, about uh, that we're a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks and what glorifying his name, meaning that's value. Glorifying his name, bringing value to him. Hallelujah. Now, before I read this, now think about Malachi. He says, you despise my name. Now, that was 400 years before this. So if the priests weren't valuing his name, how much more the people? As, as, as the priests, so go the people. Right? So if the priests weren't, were despising his name, then you've got to believe the people were despising his name. And it was 400 silent years. That there's no, there was no, there's no redemptive revelation for 400 years, no prophet for 400 years. Why? Because they lost their heart to value God. They, they were coming to church. They were coming to church with, to the house of God without value. They were treating people without value, the house of God without value, the, his name without value. And so God says, I, I, can't, I, I can't do what I want to do. So 400 years of silence. And yet, yet, yet the disciples are following Jesus. They're following him. And what do they see? They see wonders and marvels and extraordinary manifestations. And what do they ask him? They, they ask Jesus, can you teach us to pray? Now, now, yeah, I believe he was asking that, but I think really deep down the answer they wanted to, wanted to really ask is, teach us to get results. See, it wasn't, it, it's not about how eloquent he was, but they saw results. I, I, you know, I don't know about you, I just don't want to pray good. I, I want to see results to my prayers. How about you? We want to stand. We want to stand before someone that's sick and see healed in Jesus name. I don't know about you, but I want want to stand in front when the opportunity arises and happens that that someone falls out on the street dead, that I'm there and they get risen up because of who I know and what I declare. So it's not just, can I pray good? And, and did they hear my prayer? 
No, because right before this, he, the, the fairy, he goes, he goes, don't be like the hypocrites. Don't be like that because, because you're just standing on the street corner and here for your much repetition. So, so we really don't want, can we really pray good? I want to know, can we get results? Right. I want to get results. How about you? I, I want to see marvels and wonders and manifestations. I, I believe the church is time to rise up and be the be the movement that God that the people need to see in the earth. But you know what? It's going to take us coming to a place of honor. We're going to have to come to a place of honor. We if we all honest, you want to be used by God, right? You know, I, I don't care if you're the most wicked sinner in here. You want to be used by God. You do deep down. You want to be used by God. You, you want to see people change, right? I don't know about you, but I want to see people's lives change. I want to see people get out of wheelchairs. I, I want to see, I want to see ears open up, eyes open up. How about you? And if you, I'm telling you, and if you don't want to see that, then I'm telling you, I don't really think that you're on fire for God and you're not on fire for God because you stopped honoring God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So here Jesus is speaking to them from this position from 400 years of silence and no redemptive revelation of God. And he asks, teach us to pray. And what does Jesus say? Verse nine, after this manner, therefore pray you, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I mean, there's a lot of directions I, I could go in this, and we'll, we'll go next week, at least in the first service next week, Dr. Spell's ministry at 11. But, but here Jesus says, hallowed be thy name. You, you, we we, we pro- approach God usually, uh, I'll just speak personally. Instead of valuing his name in my prayer time, coming to him and approaching him, I was approaching just with my, just saying, okay, God, I need this. Okay, God, I need, I need you to do that. God, it'd really be good if you showed up like right now. See that person over there? You need to strike them dead. See that they, they did me wrong, Lord. And you, you, you said you avenge. And, 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 and we, 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 we declare promises. We declare our rights. We, we declare our covenants. We, we confess scripture till we're blue in the face. And, and we, 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 we say what other ministers said. We, money coming to me now, pull the lever. We, we say all sorts of things in our prayer time. And we, we do all these things trying to get results. But yet Jesus says, really simple, our father. What, what did Malachi say? You despise me. And this says, says, you know, I'm your father, but yet you don't honor me. What does Jesus say? Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Why, why did you just... In your prayer time, instead of start asking for some things, why don't you just stay there for a minute? Just, just stay there for a moment. Our Father, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Mm. Thank you, Father. Hallowed be your name. 
this is how Jesus, in, in 1 Peter chapter uh, 2, towards the end there, last four, he talks about that follow the steps of Jesus. He's our example. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I'll encourage you this week. Don't, see, we, we've made that the Lord's Prayer. And me, I, I believe it's just a great outline on how to pray. The breakthrough isn't in reciting that prayer. The breakthrough is when you're praying, understand who you're praying to. And understand what you have a right to. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. You see, you see, it, it's 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 what what you what you ha- have there. Let it be in me right now. Let let it be here. But but don't don't get into what you need yet. Just just spend time this week. Just as you as you in your prayer time. Just hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Go back to Psalms. I'm, I'm I ran out of time. Psalms twenty nine. Hallowed be your name. And go ahead and turn to Isaiah 26. Hallowed be thy name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just say that. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Jesus valued the name. But it wasn't just valuing the name Adonai or valuing valuing El Shaddai. It wasn't just the the letters. It was valuing the person. Valuing the person. So when we just, just real quick with hallowed. Hallowed be thy name. When I value something, I place focus on it and I give attention to it. See, when I value something, if I value my wife, then I focus on her and I give her attention. And the things I focus on and the things I give attention to are the fruit I'm going to have in my life, whether good or bad. Okay? So hallowed be your name. Give glory due unto your name. I'm telling you, there is a, there is a fruit to what you honor. And therefore, there's also fruit of what you dishonor. It works both ways, okay? Now, what is, I want to, just as I close, I want you to see the fruit to when we honor his name. When you honor his name, hallelujah, it's about, it's about his presence. And what does his presence do? Let's look. In Psalms 29, verse 1 again, it says, Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord the glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Now let's look at verse 11. The Lord will give. See, when you give honor, what does the Lord do? The Lord will give strength unto his people, and the Lord will bless his people with peace. When we give glory unto his name, it says the Lord will give strength unto his people and the Lord will bless his people with peace. See, when you honor the right things in your life, 
it'll bring peace into your life. Man, I could tell you so many stories right now of things I dishonored. And what did it do? It brought confusion into my life. See, when I, when I brought, put value on the right things, man, peace would flow like a river. How many people want peace in their life? Let me close this. Isaiah 26. Verse 1. Remember, honor is what I focus on. Hallelujah. I want to give attention to verse 1. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for balls and, uh, walls and bulwarks. Stop. Victory. God will appoint victory. So God's going to appoint victory at some point. God's going to appoint victory. Right? Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. See, if you keep truth, you're honoring something. Verse 3, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed. If your mind is stayed on something, that means you've given what? Value to it. Right? You've given attention to it. You've given it priority. So when Jesus is our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. What was he saying? I give attention to you, Father. I give you, my, I give you value. I give you my time. I give you my focus. And what is it? Perfect peace. Perfect peace. Perfect peace. To keep in mind, stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Verse 4. Trust thee in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Honor his name. Father, we thank you for the word today. We thank you for the word today. And we choose to value your name. We choose to value your name this morning. Lord, I apologize in my own life for listening to things, watching things that belittle you. They belittle your character. They belittle your nature. Father, I, I repent for just flippantly using your name. It's never my heart or my intention, Lord. But this morning, I come to you. I don't want to profane your name, Lord. I don't want to... Lift up your name in vain to no purpose, but I want that name to mean something when I say it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just right where you're seated. Maybe you've belittled the name. Just bow your head and close your eyes. Just maybe you've belittled the name. Thank you, Father. Father, we would repent as a congregation. It's not placing great value on your name. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thank you, Lord, for your presence, your peace.
give glory that's due unto your name. Your name. Your name. You are our Savior. We give glory to your name. You are a healer. We give glory to your name. You're our provider. You're holy, and we bring our lives before you today. Mm. Receive his peace this morning. Receive his peace this morning, that peace that passes all understanding. This week, I'll encourage you to just, when you go to your prayer time, just take time just to think about him. Just think about him. Think about his goodness. Think about his faithfulness. We thank you, Father, for your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You receive that today. No, it wasn't a jump and shout message, but hallelujah.